With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Shaq's going to join us coming up. He's going to be uh, wrestling AEW Dynamite match coming up on Wednesday. So we'll talk to Shaq about that. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. I finally figured it out. Drew Brees is going to retire. Now I know... Nobody's noticing this. Now, he hadn't announced his retirement yet. We thought maybe last week he'd have the week to himself. He could have a press conference and then let people fawn all over him in his Hall of Fame career, and rightfully so. And his trainer posted a workout video of Drew yesterday, and he's doing something with a blocking sled or some, some kind of contraption where he's pushing it through a parking lot. And then it dawned on me, Drew Brees has a full head of hair. This is the Jason Witten situation where you go into TV with a full head of hair. That's the tip-off. Drew Brees is truly retiring because he now has a full head of hair. I don't know where he got it, but he has a full head of hair. He is ready for TV. It's like Brian Urlacher, full head of hair. Hey, I'm ready for TV, ready for my close-up. Yeah, Paulie. NBC may have chipped in on it, you know, restore, whatever that is. I have no idea, but you see the video. It's a lot of hair, too. It's swooping. Yeah. 
Yeah. Swoop. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Very nice. All right. But now I know Drew Brees is uh, truly retired. Sources close to me tell me that Drew is going to retire because he has a full head of hair. I don't know what else is going to happen with these other quarterbacks here. Feels like New Orleans certainly would love to have Russell Wilson. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys would be interested in Russell Wilson. Chicago Bears would certainly be interested in Russell Wilson. And I don't know what's happening. The Raiders and John Gruden, I've said this before, John always loves the quarterback he doesn't have. And if he could get Russ, all right, could be fun. And, you know, if you look at Seattle with what they're doing, you can't trade him because of that cap hit. Um, And then what do you get in return and who wants to give you that in return? If I'm the Bears... And I'm that coach and I'm that GM. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, you tell me. Because I'll do it. Because their jobs are hinging on this season coming up, in my opinion. And what's the downside? I mean, you're going to be an average team. You're going to be 7-9, and 8-8. Eight and eight, And you move on from Mitchell Trubisky. Like, that's the team that if I'm, if I'm you know, the Bears, what, what do you want? We'll give you a couple of players, and we'll give you three number ones. But if I'm Chicago, I'm calling the Texans first. That's who I want. I want Deshaun at 25, not Russ soon to be 33. But I'll take one or the other. Let's put it that way. Uh, J.J. Watt is adding more intrigue. Now, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm getting annoyed with J.J., where he gives out these little hints, little subtle hints, where he might be going. J.J. Uh, Watt has updated his Peloton bio. And it, <laughs> Are we breaking this? Or no, someone... no, 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 no. Field Yates of the Mothership has this. I, I'm, I'm not breaking this. Even if I had it, I wouldn't want to break it. J.J. Watt has updated his Peloton bio, and it now reads Super Bowl 56 Green Bay... Cleveland, Buffalo. (laughs) This is like a a high school kid putting three hats in front of him. A guy on a Peloton bike putting uh, three code words in front of him. Well, Paulie suggested this to J.J. Watt. Like, why don't you have one of those old school press conferences where the kids in high school, you know, with the bleachers there and your parents are there, the student body's there, and J.J. has three hats. He's got the Packers, the Browns, and the Buffalo Bills. Maybe he listened to you, Paulie. Maybe maybe he is willing to do this. He usually does. Yeah, of course he does. But uh, <laughs> I'm dialed in on J.J. with his Peloton bio, and it now reads Green Bay, Cleveland, Buffalo. Yes, McLevin? Do you guys have friends who are Peloton people? Because that Peloton bio is everything. I hear Peloton owners talk about it. It's like the new Twitter Basically, you have followers on Peloton and you have this community you race against or whatever. It's a huge, huge deal. I haven't done Peloton. I do SoulCycle, but I know that Peloton is a little bit more social engagement there, whereas SoulCycle, I'm not in a class with anybody. You can do it from your home, but Peloton, it's, you know, there's competition when you're, you know, you're cycling. But I, I'm not involved in that. Yeah, McLeod. So you don't do where you see how you rank no, in the class? Like, no. But you used to do that I, when you did it live, right? No, you don't do that with SoulCycle. There is a Flywheel. Flywheel was another one where you're, 
if you wanted to do it, you could have your name and then what your ranking was while you were competing in class. And I didn't want to do that. I'm competitive enough. I don't want to get on a bicycle and, and be yelling and screaming. And it just, I want to get through the class. I sit in the back. I mind my own business. Yes, Todd. And how interactive is the Peloton? Can they actually see you? They're just kind of talking to you, saying generic things to you. You could be sitting on a couch eating a bag of chips and you put the thing on and it looks like you're riding the bike and they're like, yeah, keep going. You got this while you're having cheese doodles. Do they actually see you working? I'm not sure how many people on Peloton are eating cheese doodles, Todd. I mean, I'm just saying probably it's pretty expensive to take a class. I'm curious if they're actually seeing you working out, though. Or you're just kind of going, you know, halfway out and you're not really giving it your I, full I think they see what you're, what you're doing. I don't know if they actually see you doing it. God, I hope not. Yes, Eden. Todd sometimes sounds like the caveman lawyer. What is this? Yeah. My cellular phone. What is there a little being in there speaking to me? Like, yeah. like he was just teleported in from, nine, you know, 1950. Yeah. Like, what, what is this? a camera? Are they watching me eat cheese doodles? No. Yeah, First of all, Fritzy had a BlackBerry until about four years ago, just to put it in perspective. Second of all, Russell Wilson, also a Peloton guy, Mm -hmm. just confirmed. Mm -hmm. But he would have put four names there, not three. Like Russell Wilson's Peloton name is not Go Hawks. That would be telling. We're looking into it. Hawk guy. Yeah. Uh, Anything else to add there, Todd? No, I'm good. Okay, thank you. (laughs) All right, thank you. All right, so Shaq will join us uh, coming up. Jamie in North Carolina. Hey, Jamie. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, uh, Jamie from Texas, uh, 5'9", 181. Where's that ding? Oh, my God. There it is. Right. Hey, shout out, to, shout out to Jimmy Lipper. And um, <laughs> my best is Todd kind of stole it, but uh, Oklahoma State beating OU finally in Norman, and hopefully we can get him tonight again. My worst was I performed stand-up, open mic in Fort Worth, Texas, and now I know how Todd Fritz feels. How bad was it, Jamie? Uh, I went blue pretty early, and so just like Fritzy, so it, a lot of crickets. Well, keep your head up. Keep your head up, Jamie. Thank you. Not a, not a good time. When that, uh... Oh, when Todd went blue at Caroline's, I said he's in trouble. You were in. You start trouble. drowning. You're feeling a lack of oxygen. Your cheeks feel flushed, and you're just there's no escape. You got to be out there and finish your thing. Imagine what the people in the audience felt. <laughs> the Players Championship. Rory McIlroy and the PGA Tour's very best take on the purest of golf courses, TPC Sawgrass, and uh, it'll be March 11th through the 14th on Golf and NBC. Every sport has one team that is special when you think about it. They get all the attention, no matter how good they are. In the NFL, it's the Cowboys, baseball, the Yankees, the NBA, Lakers, college basketball, it's Duke. And ever since Coach K won his first title, that was with Christian Leitner and Bobby Hurley, the Blue Devils have been a focal point of the sport. Duke hasn't missed the tournament since, I think, 1995. But the Blue Devils are in real trouble this year. They lost to Louisville. I was watching uh, most of that game. They fell apart in overtime. And now they're 11-9. and Two more regular season games at Georgia Tech and at North Carolina, then the ACC tournament. They'd have to run the tournament to get into the tournament, you know, March Madness. Most college basketball fans either love Duke or they love rooting against Duke. And there's a chance that neither group is going to be too happy when the tournament starts 
in a couple of weeks on Selection Sunday. Yeah, McLovin. Do the people, the committee, do they put in Duke just for ratings? Is that even, is it fair to say that's a consideration? Well, as I've said many times, it is a TV event. And who you're going to put in or who you could leave out. It'd be a stretch to put in Duke at 11 and 9. And if you're not winning your own conference, they have to win the ACC tournament to get in. Yeah, Paul. But it could be like college football where you think to yourself, if they get in, they could do damage because historically Duke does stuff in the tournament. And they have almost like earned a hall pass. Like if Alabama football had two losses, you still may put them in over a team with one loss because they're more likely to do damage in the tournament. What did you send me with uh, Peloton here, Paul? This is a list of there's tons of different athletes uh, on the Peloton. Oh, I see where Roy McIlroy is on Peloton. Very sweaty. Very, and then, very sweaty. Well, yeah, it's a great workout. But do they see you working out or just your profile is available if they want to? Checking. Because right, I, I don't know. You see the instructor and then the oh, instructor yeah, talks. Yeah, you have to see her. Or him. Well, for me, it was usually a her. <laughs> like, I need to be motivated in any way possible. Cam Newton does it. Jay Cutler. Patrick Mahomes does it. Cutler. That's got to be a mistake. <laughs> I can't. Now, there's a guy with a beer and cheese doodles. If Cutler was there with a cigarette, he'd have a heater. Is there an ashtray where you keep your water bottle? How does that work? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't do Peloton. I don't like the competitiveness of it. I, like, life is already competitive. Like, I want to go in there and just ride my bike, work up a sweat. That's it. 45 minutes, you're done. Yeah, McLovin. You love competition. You compete I, no, in no, everything. I, you, like, make everything into a competition. I, I like it, but I hate it. Because I, I, I don't want competition in everything. And it brings out the worst in me. My kids know it. My wife knows it. I know it. I just, it's not good. Not good. When you are competing with your little ones on shoots and ladders or Candyland, you've got a problem. And I wanted to win in Candyland. Yeah, see. Is there a difference between not letting them win and competing with them? <laughs> uh, like trying 80% instead of 100%. No. Like, 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 I don't let my son win at anything. He has to just beat me. But I'm not like... You know, if he does beat me, I'm like, oh, good job. Oh, I don't acknowledge. I don't get mad. Let's run it again. Oh, you're like, yeah, let's let's bring him back. Bring him back. Yeah, let's let's run it again. (laughs) Absolutely. For allowance. (laughs) Yeah, Paulie. According to the Pelotoners who are coming in fast and furious, the video camera you have on your bicycle allows you to video chat with friends during the ride. Um, The instructor, if you set it, you could chat with that instructor, video chat, so they could see you. If you allow them to, but they can't see it if you don't. Or you could disable the camera altogether and just have like your bio up there and nobody can see you. Hmm. Yeah, McClub. Yeah, this is this is a big thing. I mean, this is oh, like the, the new way to trash talk is via Peloton. Apparently, other athletes trash talk on there, too. DK Metcalf's a big Peloton Ooh. guy. Yeah. It's about time he got in shape. <laughs> yeah. Can you see him find a Peloton? Like, no, I love the workout. <laughs> But I remember that uh, when you could go into SoulCycle, I'd go in and there'd be a couple of classes that I would on a Saturday or Sunday and I'd go in there and Mike Greenberg, Greeny would be in the class with me. And, uh, and I wanted to take him down. Like he would be one class, he was next to me or one down and I wanted to put on a, a show. And I have no idea why. 
You know, Greeny's probably 15 years younger than me. You're already laying down the groundwork. Yeah. And I wanted to dust him off. I wanted to leave him in my wake. Yes, Todd. Did he like tease the upcoming class out in the hallway? He's like, coming up. We're going to go really fast. No, he'd say, get up on your bike. Yes, McClellan. Don't you have to have a conversation with Mike Greenberg if you're no. next to him? No. Okay. No, once you get going, there's no small talk. Like, you, you got to go. Like, you, and the music's loud, and you're not, you're not conversing with anybody. You, you can't. Like, if you're getting your bike adjusted, you might say hello, but that's about it. Then Mike Tannenbaum sits down right next to you. It's just strange. It's weird. It's <laughs> and then weird. Dan Orlovsky was there, and then Mina Kimes was there. You don't need the whole group. Jalen Rose showed up. Odd. Michelle Beadle showed up. It's like an they odd all, experience. Yeah. Now, it, it was I, – I remember being in a soul cycle in San Francisco at the Super Bowl, and Peter Schrager, the NFL Network, was in there. I didn't know it. But, you know, because once you go in and it's dark, you don't you don't see anybody except for the instructor. And then he said that we took a soul cycle class together. And I went, no, we didn't like that. That the implication is or, you know, the insinuation is, hey, we we took a class together. We walked in together. We were in the class. I didn't even know he was there. And Troy Aikman was in there as well. So you never you know, you never know. And in, in New York, there's a chance you might see somebody famous in in uh you know, Los Angeles, when we went out there, we could see somebody famous in there. But you just go. And nobody looks good after a, you know, Peloton or Soul Cycle. It's a mess. Yes. Bowling. Should we get one for the studio and I'll, I'll put our names in and use it from time to time? Or you think it would sit there? Who is going to use That's it? That's what I'm saying. Would we just hang our coats on it like most people. Well, Todd's not going to use it. McLovin, probably not. Nah, I had other ways to work out. Seton, probably not. Nope. You, probably not. Yeah. Big German, no. Dylan, no. French kid, no. Marvin, no. It would stay in great condition then. Ma- Ario, no. So it'd be me. That'd be it. Then I have no need to come in here to do Peloton just to have my profile up there. It's like a, it feels like it's a dating app. Does it does it feel a little tinderish? Okay, hey, this is my profile. Hey, how fast do you go? Bring your bell if you like. Hey, hey, slow down. Yeah. Hey, slow down. I like tapas and Spanish red wine. Oh, what does that have to do with riding your bike? Ching. Ching. Weird. I wanted to put baseball cards in my spokes, though. That was that was what <laughs> made me different. Yes, McLeod. The four of us are still traumatized from the one time you made us do it in Houston. Yeah. That was not fun. That was a tough class, but it was good. And get your heart rate going, man. That's what you want. That's never go to a workout class when you have cameras filming because that makes the instructor go 10 times harder. Mm. Like, this is not what I need in my life. We'll take a break. Uh, James in Milwaukee, then we'll uh, make way for Shaquille O'Neal. Hey, James. Good morning. What's on your mind today? Morning, Dan. Morning, James. Shout out to McLovin. How you doing, bud? Um, Something about the last two weeks, I was out in Las Vegas this past weekend, and I we don't have a In-N-Out burger in Milwaukee. And best and worst of the weekend is got to go to Hell's Kitchen, which was fantastic. I uh, woke up at 3.30 in the morning, decided to go to In-N-Out burger, and just like Seaton said, totally overrated. <laughs> totally overrated. Got better burgers in Milwaukee than that. 
<laughs> Thank you, James. We don't, we don't want to go down this road today. I like In-N-Out Burger. Now, do I think there is how many places have you gone to where somebody says, oh, you got to go here. It, it's somebody's local or their favorite. And then you go. It never lives up to what you think it's going to be. That happens all the time. Oh, you got to go to my restaurant. Oh, my pub is the best. And then you go, and you, all right. I don't know. I'll tell you, a great burger was uh, Big Dean's in Santa Monica. And it's just a local place, but, uh, you know, TJ and, and Mary, they'll fire up a double cheeseburger for you, and you're good to go. A little beer on tap. All right, uh, coming up on 20 after the hour. More phone calls, and uh, we'll make way for Shaq, who will join us next year on the Dan Patrick Show. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year. And it's called Cashback Match, so it's easy to understand only by Discover card. It's like getting one of those birthday cards. It's shaped like cash, so you already know there's cash inside before you open it. But in this case, there is cash. Your first year Cashback Match, and you don't even have to send a thank you note. Cashback Match, only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that 
summer afternoon. We're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. How long ago was it that we talked about that Peloton commercial for Christmas where the wife gets the Peloton from her husband, but she looks like she's being held captive? Dan, that was December, first week of December 2019, so a year and three months ago, and everyone was critiquing the commercial because... Uh, the husband's sitting there and the wife's battling to get in shape. And then about a week later after the controversy, Ryan Reynolds hired her to be in his gin commercial when everything was going south. Yeah. You got the actress to be in it. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech to their five-star sales service and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Jamie in North Carolina on the program. Jamie, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, I have just best. I uh, like feeding, only love. <laughs> uh, it's got to be the Hornets, LaMelo Ball. I'm just glad they're relevant again. And as far as, like, on the bandwagon, I've been there since 88, off of it when it disappeared in 2002, back on in 2014. So let's go Hornets. Okay. Yeah. You know, I just wonder if you said to the uh, Golden State Warriors, hey, do you want LaMelo Ball or do you still want James Wiseman? And Wiseman's got good numbers. He, but but it, it's just he's a different kind of player. LaMelo Ball controls the tempo. Um, he can get to the hoop. He's shooting better than people thought. And he does pass the ball. And he's leading all rookies in all those categories. Points, rebounds, and assists. That's a pretty good list there. Take out Michael Carter-Williams. That's a pretty good list there. We got Wilt and Oscar Robertson on that list. Even Alvin Adams. Alvin came out of Oklahoma, played for the Phoenix Suns. Great passing big man. Walt Bellamy's on there as well. So got a pretty good list. Tomorrow is the anniversary of Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points. 
That game in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And no video whatsoever. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yes, McLovin. <laughs> That's like one of the great things in... Was he a warrior or a sixer? He was a... Uh, I think he might have been a, been a sixer. Uh, was he a warrior? It would have been a warrior, I think. That was... Uh, Early 60s? That's considered a great moment in Philadelphia sports. You can't take it away from us. But we don't have any video of it. All you do is having holding up uh, the 100 points on. Philadelphia Wars. Yeah. Scored a hundy. Do you think they could have double teamed them at some point, like around 60, 70? No. Mm-hmm. They probably did, but I mean, he was just so big and athletic back then. And, you know, most of your big guys were not. Um, you know, if you were tall, then, you know, you could play. But Wilt was tall and athletic. Yeah, Paul. Four of his teammates scored in double figures that day when he had 100. Didn't Richie Guerin have like 38 or something like that? Does that sound right? Uh, I know God, Guy Rogers had like 20 assists. Was Al Adels on that team? Al Adels, I think, was on that Paul, team. Let's see. Guy Rogers, Al Adels, yep. Did Richie Guerin have like a big game? He had 39, 39. and 17. That's pretty good. Why do I know that name? Is he a... Uh, he coached, I think he coached, uh, the St. Louis Hawks, but he a hall of famer, I think. And who was, uh, who were the big men for the Knicks? I don't want to name them. It's too soon. <laughs> Actually, I can't read it. A Wilt Doe was 28 for 32 from the free throw line. That's, that's why he scored a hundred. That's the amazing part. Yeah. That he, he shot 32, but he made 28 of those 32. Uh, Kevin in Utah. Uh-oh. Kevin is back. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how's it going? Great, Happy Kevin. Monday to you and the Danettes. Sure. Got a best and worst of weekend for you. First, I want to thank you for the merchandise sale. I picked up a couple shirts and a hat. So oh, cool. Thank you for that. But uh, worst of the weekend, obviously, my Utah Jellos go down and lose to Miami. That was a tough one. About as appetizing of a game as Utah barbecue is. <laughs> okay. And best of the weekend, my father celebrating his 75th birthday. All right. Well, happy birthday there. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for the phone call. By the way, the Houston Rockets got blown out last night, 133 to 84. That's hard to do. It's hard to get blown out by 49. Largest losing margin in franchise history. The Rockets have dropped 11 in a row. Longest in the NBA this season. They've been outscored by 200 points during that 11-game losing streak. That's 18 per game. These numbers are just crazy nowadays. With, you know, guys scoring 40, no big deal. Team scoring 140, it's no big deal. Crazy. Is uh, Yes, McLovin. By Daryl Imhoff was the center. Daryl Imhoff, one of the centers. It was Cleveland Buckner... Yeah, he put Another. 33 on them. Yeah, he did. Let's bring in uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Wednesday night, the NBA legend enters the ring, the all-elite wrestling, taking on the former TNT champ Cody Rhodes in a mixed tag team match on AEW Dynamite Live on TNT at 8 Eastern. Are you nervous about this, Shaq? How do you prepare for this? Well, I love all the law enforcement patches that you have. It looks great. Thank you. City of Garfield. Alabama, sheriffs, that's awesome. Uh, am I nervous? No, I don't get nervous. But how do you prepare for this? 
you just go in and you fight. <laughs> How well, many? It's just like it's just like basketball. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to my strengths. He's a little bit more acrobatic. I'm a lot more power. So if I get a hold of him, I'm gonna display this power. I've been a wrestling fan all my life. I've been practicing UFC. I've been training all my life. So if he challenged me. I accepted the challenge. So I'll be ready. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? No, well, I had a lot of them. Uh, Andre Giant, of course, uh, Hulk Hogan, Big Show, Attila the Hun, Junkyard Dog, uh, Tony Atlas, Kabuki, <laughs> you know, Rock, you know, guys that were, you know, very, very, Brock Lesnar, guys that displayed nothing but power. How would you have done against Andre the Giant? Uh, I would have beat him. I would have beat him silly like I beat Charles Barkley that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but there's uh, the Andre the Giant is two Charles Barkleys. Uh, and <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, to wrestle uh, Big Show. That that was that that was a few years ago, wasn't it? That you guys were going to wrestle. Yeah, I was, but it, you know, it never could happen. You know, we faced off in the ring, and, and listen, he's a big he's a big strong fella. I would have loved to, you know. Had that, but you know, you can't let a you can't let a little guy challenge you and you not accept. See, at first I was just gonna walk away from him, but then when Ernie and Kenny and Charles brought it to the show, and they're like, "Oh, you're scared." Uh, I had to step up. I had to step up. Could you take Ernie, Kenny, and Shaq at the same time? Ernie, Kenny, and Chuck. You mean? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. You could take yeah, those th- at the same time. Yeah, of course. Kenny's Kenny's not going to do anything. Ernest is a professional. Then it's me and Chuck. And then I'm going to just try to break Chuck's neck. First move. Who would make you nervous, though, in the NBA right now? Is there a player, if you got into the ring with that person, you go, all right, you got my attention? No. How about the history of uh, the NBA? Well, there was a lot of guys that that was real tough. A lot of guys that were real strong. Mostly, mostly the Knicks guys. They were they were the they were the toughest guys. Uh, Oakley, uh, Mason, uh, guys like that. I, I never played against Xavier McDaniel, McDaniel's, but he seemed to be really tough. But other than that, no, no, because you know, playing playing against the Knicks, they touched you up every time you came to the home. Not not every now and then, every time. They treated you differently. They, they played me. They played me hard, which I like, I loved, and you well, know, it's something that you have to endure if you want to become great. You hold a grudge against anybody with how they play you or play no, you? Never. Nothing. Never. You were able to just walk away. Yeah, because it, it it uh it made me it made me better. It let me know I had to step up. It let me know I wasn't that great. Like, you know, a lot of people take flack. When I take flack, a lot of people right now, oh, you're too hard on the youngsters. Well, I'm just doing what was done to me. I can remember when I was averaging 30, 35 in LA, but we'd always get swept. And the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, hey, he hasn't won a championship yet. Did I whine? Did I cry? Did I complain on social media? Nope, I didn't say anything because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had G14 classification to say that. What am I going to do? have a dispute with the greatest NBA player ever. So when he said that, when he gave me constructive criticism, I took it and I listened and I brought my game to another level. So these guys now, they're, 
they're pudding pops. You say something about them. Oh, church. <laughs> That's what they are. Was Carl Malone tough on you? Well, we we never got to we never got to like a cross matchup a lot. But you know, every time I guard him, he would just take me outside. But he was very very strong. Lane Beer, did you cross paths with Lane Beer? You know, we got into a uh, sort of a scuffle. They, they, you know, Hackershack was was documented in 2000, but, you know, guys were, you know, doing it all the time. They would just get it, grab me, and file. I mean, but I caught, I caught Lane Beer towards, towards his end, so I'm not going to disrespect Lane Beer because I, I actually seen what he did, seen how he did it, and it kind of kind of helped me with my game growing up. He was smart. He he knew his limitations, Shaq, you know? Yeah, very smart. Very smart. I you know, played the right way. played with a lot of passion. I was watching the uh, documentary. He said he, he used to love to go agitate fans in other arenas because that got him going. And you missed Bird, right, by a year? Yes, I missed Bird by a year. But somebody was telling me that Bird was the biggest smack talker in the game. And they say, uh, Dylan Scott told me Larry Bird told him the move he was going to do and do it. And, and, and did it. So, you know, I, was, uh, I wasn't a fan of Larry Bird growing up because I thought everything he did was lucky. But then when I did, <laughs> like he, <laughs> I had a friend whose name was Mitch Riles. I was Magic and Mitch was Bird. And Mitch could do the same thing Bird. Mitch had the long hair and he did everything Bird did. One day he was playing a seven game series. And it was tied, three or three. And he shot that same over the shot, over the backboard shot that Bird I was so mad. We, <laughs> we instantly got into a fight. But, you know, when I when I started, you know, getting over and, you know, seeing, seeing guys put in the work, I realized that hey, he is one of the greatest players ever. And it's not luck. It's all skill. And you wanted to be magic. Yes, I did. And that's why, you know, for a big guy, my handles were pretty good. I'm not saying I had great hands, but I didn't have terrible hands. So I used to do everything magic with, you know, with the passes, the lookaways, you know, bringing the ball on court, making a great play. So, yes, I was magic. Well, I saw where uh, Cedric Maxwell and Rick Carlisle, they've likened Luka Doncic to Larry Bird. I could, I could see that. It's kind of unfair at that age to do it, though, to him, Shaq. I mean. It's, it's, it, it is unfair, but, you know, he – Listen, he, I can tell he wants to be great. He will be great. He has a lot to live up to. I remember my second year when they named me to the NBA Top 50, people were going crazy. Oh, he only been in two years. I was one of the Top 50 players. But I knew. I was like, okay, all you old-timers don't think I'm one of the 50 great players? Watch this. So I know Luca, And listen, luca has been a pro since 16. So, you know, he's already going up against the best. And then two or three years, everybody's going to be fading out. You know, I saw I saw a post one day, I don't want to get the ages wrong, but it was like LeBron, 36, Durant, 34, Curry, 32. And then at the bottom, it said, enjoy. And that kind of scared me. I was like, man, these guys, I never knew these guys were in their 30s. But, you know, four or five years from now, we're going to start looking at the, you know, the Donovan Mitchell, you know, the Zach Levine. You know, it's going to be a new breed of, you know, takeover. Do you think we'll have anybody ever surpass Kobe's 81? Tomorrow's the anniversary of Wilt's 100. Do you think we'll have somebody get to 80? If anybody could do it, I think it could be James, Kyrie, KD, Steph, Devin Booker. 
those, those are the names that come to mind right now that could probably surpass that. Yeah, 81 is a that's a big number. It is a big number. I always wondered, though, like, what do you – because Wilt did it, and he was the biggest guy back then, and they just fed him the ball. But do you think you could have gone for 100? I would have to be shooting 75% from the free throw line. Yeah, because Wilt was 28 or 32 in that game from the line when he had 100. I would have to have a, I would have to have a great night. I would have to have a lot of three-seconds calls not called. I would have to have a lot of easy points, and I would have to have no double or triple team. It would be possible. Yeah, that that wouldn't happen. Uh, what are you wearing, by the way, on Wednesday night? Because I'm not going to disrespect a wrestler by trying to do what they do. I'm not a wrestler. Where I'm using, I'm not a wrestler, but I'm a fighter. Wearing sweatpants. I'm coming to work. Oh, okay. So you can't wear, like, the tights like the British Bulldogs? Like you can't. I can, but I don't want to disrespect the wrestlers. I have a lot of respect for the wrestlers. They are tremendous athletes. And I don't want to take their shine away. I don't want people to think I'm mocking their sport. So this is a fight. I'm coming to his world in my fight clothes. Uh, what's the coolest thing in the room there with you? Uh, let me see. I got all my trophies up there. See it? Yep. Looks pretty good. Yep. And when my father passed away, he was a military drill sergeant. That's his flag. They folded it. So always keep that with me. My MVP. I think that's my rookie of the year trophy right there. And hold on. See what it's like. You should have another MVP in there, Shaq. Oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Steve Nash's house. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever say anything to him about that MVP? No, no. no. I'll do it for you. <laughs> you. I have a question for you. Okay. Most valuable player, right? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be singular, right? So why do people say whichever team has the be- best record? It's not most valuable team, it's most valuable player. I always thought most valuable player was the guy who had the most valuable stats. Not about the guy who has the best record. Because I think I lost to Steve twice because their record was better. But, Jack, if you said player of the year, then that would be different than most valuable, I think. And then you might you might have people vote differently if it was for player of the year, not most valuable player. So most valuable player should be rewarded for the guy that has the best stats on the team that has the best record. But, you know, the media loves a great story, Shaq. That's why when – you know, the Greek freak is not going to win the MVP this year, no matter how great he is. Um, they want a good story. Like LeBron is a good story. It's been like seven years. James Harden now going to a new team, maybe MVP. Yeah, but what about Steph Curry? Well, I, I, no, that was my pick to start the year. But I thought if Clay Thompson stayed healthy, they were going to compete for a championship. But uh, no, I, I never understood what, what, how they voted for the most valuable player. And I think Steph Curry, I don't know if you agree with me. I think Steph Curry is the most influential basketball player of the last 30 years because he's given everybody hope that they could play in the NBA. I'm I'm watching these little kids now. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I've never seen a little kid dribble like that, shoot like that. Yes, I I would agree. Because I can't be like you and I can't be like Mike, but – there's a chance I might be able to shoot like Steph. Yes. Uh, they give I, us hope. 
They give us hope. Uh, good luck on Wednesday night. It's always great to talk to you. I don't, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I think you're going to win on Wednesday night. Uh, I know I'm going to win. Oh, you are. You know you're going to win. Yes, this is a fight. I'm not going to lose. But what, whatever it takes for me to win, if I got to do, pull out some little, you know, uh, dirty moves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Shaq. Great to talk to you. Uh, what are we doing a movie again? Have you talked to Adam? Uh. Well, Sandman did that basketball one. Which one? He he shot one. It's not done yet. Oh, he didn't ask you about being in that? No. The last movie I did with him was the uh, Hubie Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I miss you, brother. I'm thinking Happy Gilmore 2. Hey, whatever, whatever Adam needs, you know I'm there. You could be sh- hey, you could be his caddy. All right. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Shaq <screw>. Caddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, Thank you. Sha- Thank you, bud. All right, That's uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Wednesday night, he enters the ring. The All Elite Wrestling taking on former TNT champ Cody Rhodes in a mixed tag team match on AEW Dynamite, live on TNT at 8 Eastern. Back after this on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Football world lost Irv Cross. He died Sunday. He was 81 years of age. He played cornerback in the league. For nine years, he really made a name for himself on the CBS pregame show with Brent Musburger. It was called NFL Today. And in 1975, he was part of what became a four person team on uh, the NFL Today pregame show. You had Jimmy the Greek, you had Brent Musburger, and you had Phyllis George. First black broadcaster to co host a football show, a studio show every Sunday afternoon for 15 years and uh, passed away at the age of 81. He was a former Pro Bowl uh, defensive back as well. But when you go back to 1975 with Brent Musburger, I mean, they created the pregame show. And I believe it was only a half hour. I think it came on at 1230. And Brent would always start with you're looking live because he wanted to let the gamblers know if you're looking at Soldier Field, then you knew what the weather was going to be like. And you had Phyllis George, who usually did, you know, interviews with athletes. Uh, Jimmy the Greek was your gambler. Uh, Irv was kind of the calming influence there. Uh, you know, he could give the perspective as a former player, but uh, passed away at the age of 81. And then you think about it, NBC had a pregame show with Bryant Gumble. I mean, Bryant Gumble was really, really good as a host. I mean, he's good on real sports, but back then, uh, you know, he did college basketball. In fact, that was on NBC, and Bryant Gumble is the host when Magic Johnson played Larry Bird in the uh, NCAA championship game. But he also did a pregame show as well. I think handed out the Super Bowl trophy a couple of times, but uh, Bryant was, he, he played at a really high level as well. But Brent had a a profound impact on me because I was graduating from high school and I go, I'd like to do that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to get there because I'm in a small town in Ohio. And I thought, well, let me try to figure this out of how do you do sports for a living? And back then you just had the person who did the week, you know, the weekday sports, they did three minutes. ESPN wasn't in business yet. Now that didn't start until four years later, 1979. And that's when I realized that's where I wanted to be. And that's when I wrote a letter to Bob Lee and Greg Gumble and said, hey, how do I get there? And would you look at my tape that I, I just had somebody videotape me ad-libbing sports for uh, you know about seven minutes and sent it to them. And Bob Lee wrote me a letter back. He said, you know, you got 
got some work to do, but you know, you kind of know what you're doing. Uh, let's see. This day in sports history, Paulie, do you have anything? I got one from the weekend I was holding over. Five years ago today, Steph Curry hit that almost half-court shot against Oklahoma City as a game winner. I always thought that was like the announcement that he's the best player in the game at the time. That was deep. He pulled up from 33. That was deep on the left side. Todd, what'd you learn today? Shaq says today's players are pudding pops. They can handle the criticism. What did I learn today? You learned that even though he's older, the overwhelming majority of our poll want Russell Wilson over Dak Prescott as their QB. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales, service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile. Take the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we close out the show. Sports is using technology to take that fan experience to the next level. You know, all those cameras there and, you know, are we on 5K or is it 6K or 7K? I'm running. I can't remember. Digital fans in the stands can watch games virtually and you can pump the players up. But when it comes to your business, there's a solution that's been advancing its technology for years now. It's ZipRecruiter. You can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. Post a job on ZipRecruiter. Get sent out to over 100 top job sites. Then ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology identifies people with the right skills and experience and invites them to apply to your job. It's a winning formula. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. If you want to step up your hiring game, give ZipRecruiter a shot. Nothing to lose. Right now, try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. And remember, ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.